I walked him uh, past some pictures that we had in our founders room of Hall of Fame members. And to be a Hall of Fame member, uh, you had to get your degree at LMU. And we walked by and I said, you know, you belong on this wall. Uh, If anybody belongs on this wall, you certainly do. That was Bill Huzak, former LMU athletic director, talking about LMU's 2024 inductee to the West Coast Conference Hall of Honor. I'm Emerson Eby, and this is Voices of the Newsroom. LMU's inductee, Anthony Ireland, who played for LMU from 2010 to 2014, will be inducted in Las Vegas this year. Only nine former collegiate athletes in the WCC are inducted each year, so this is a pretty big deal. To learn more about Ireland and his career, I talked to Loyolan assistant sports editor Jacob Rincon. So in your article, you had a lot of quotes from former LMU employees. What was it like getting to talk to them, get in touch with them? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I thankfully, uh, thanks to people like uh, from LMU Athletics, as well as uh, former LMU Athletic Director Bill Huzak, I uh, was kind of introduced to a lot of different people from a lot of different sides of Anthony's story. Uh, I got to meet people from his more you know, educational background, got to meet people from his basketball background. Uh, and so it was, it was really awesome. And also just to get a look into how LMU was at that specific point in time, because, you know, so much has changed. All these people or mo- most of these people have, have left LMU. And it's uh, it's interesting to see, you know, kind of what was uh, just during Anthony's time as Lion. You got to interview Mike Scholl and he you write in your article this story where Ireland's tooth got knocked out during a game. What was it like during that conversation? He talked about that experience and how, you know, Anthony's tooth got ripped off, basically, or chipped off uh, after a guy fell on him. And so he grabs the tooth, tosses it to Mike on the way back to defense. And then I believe the next day he got his tooth worked on uh, so that, you know, he could have his tooth back uh, for the rest of the season. So I, I think that just points to show uh, the type of the type of mentality that Anthony approached in the game. I mean, you could see that in the, you know on his court and then the way he played basketball, but also his dedication to stay in the game like that and to stay committed to his team. Yeah, and speaking of, of his dedication, he told you that uh, he really had to work to get into LMU. He had to, a lot of people were pushing for him, but he described himself as not the type of person that LMU would normally choose. Can you go into a little bit more detail about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, Anthony is a guy from from, from the Northeast. He uh, from Waterbury, Connecticut, and you know, he was he was telling me that you know academics weren't necessarily the the first uh, priority. At least during high school, he kind of had all his his eggs in the basketball basket. Is was what he told me. I was kind of tunnel vision. You know, I was tunnel vision on my goals in basketball. I was tunnel vision on my just you know I wanted to be a professional. I wanted to get to the NBA and. You know, so all my eggs were in the basketball basket. Um, you know, so a lot of advisors, a lot of teachers, you know, kind of was like, Anthony, you're so successful on the court. You apply discipline, you uh, work ethic, all this stuff on the court. And, you know, why can't it translate into, you know, in the school and actual, you know, the education part? Um, 
And so, you know, he said that it was it was kind of a, a bit of a tough process to get into LMU, uh, and that you know it was it was uh, it took a lot of people to kind of go for to bat for him really, uh, for him to to get into LMU. Uh, he specifically said that uh, Coach Mike Good, head coach at the time, uh, really pushed for him to stay in and really kind of uh, uh, really went to bat for Anthony uh, when he needed it most. What does Ireland do now? He's now working in education. He's now giving back to his community, uh, not just you know in in basketball clinics, but in make, you know in in having a goal to you know open up his own K through twelve school. So. I think that just goes to show the type of guy Anthony is. Someone who, you know, went to college in Los Angeles and, you know, played professional basketball and, and had that kind of, you know, that goal career that you want. But then after all of that, to kind of go back and give back to the community that raised him, that brought him up. It's definitely a full circle moment, man. Um, you know, like, you know, because I see my ad, the way how I approach stuff, I see that in the kids. I see their attitude towards things. I see how uh, invested they are in basketball, but not, you know, they're not as invested in their schoolwork or who they are as a human, you know? So um, my, my mentorship program and my after-school program is like, yeah, we're, we're going to do basketball stuff. We're going to do the fun stuff, but, you know, let me know how you cope with, you know, stuff going wrong at home, or let me know how you cope with, you know, just, just mental health. What are your outlets? You know, do you meditate? Do you go for a walk? Do you draw? Do you listen to music? Uh, and so, you know, in, in those conversations, I really got to, I got to, I got to feel the type of guy he was, and I uh, really got to hear the the stories um, which kind of make Anthony the, the man he is today. You mentioned he um, he got to play professionally. I remember reading a little bit uh, on the articles that came out about him because the Loyola reported on him back in 2014, and he had mentioned in those articles that he he really wanted to have a professional career. Uh, did you get to hear about that at all? Uh, you know, I got to hear a little bit about his professional career. Uh, he played a little bit in the NBA, uh, or in the NBA system um, that he was telling me about. But he spent most of his career playing abroad. Uh, I, I know that he, he definitely started off uh, playing in France, uh, from from what I, from what, what me and him were talking. Um, and so yeah, you know, he had a good, he had a good professional basketball career. I think he definitely he set himself up to be on the right track professionally after his career at LMU. I mean. He's in the WCC Hall of Honor for a reason. He, this guy was uh, top notch, you know, amongst the WCC, amongst the country. He was uh, one of the best point guards, especially going into his senior year. He was um, one of the most highly touted guys, uh, and in the WCC, he was a guy who who everyone really respected. And so it kind of allowed him to go into the pros and uh, you know continue to work in, on his game, continue to refine his game uh, at that next level. He, he makes a point by the end of the article to talk about how he wants to leave a legacy. And I was wondering if you could go into a little more detail about that. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and I kind of touched upon it a little earlier, but I think, you know, he's someone who he said that if he wants to leave a legacy, you know, he wants to work in education, he wants to work with youth, uh, and he's doing that. You know, he has his, uh, his AI3 Leadership Foundation, um, and, and he's been working tirelessly to, to work with, with, these, with, these, uh, with these kids to try to get them set up you know, for their educational lives, uh, you know, because he wants children to have, you know, other, other options, you know, it's not just basketball, there could be other things you want to pursue and, and other goals and other dreams you have. And so this is something that, you know, he, he said himself, he wanted to do something, uh, you know, beyond basketball, he wanted to, to make an impact, 
you know, once the ball stopped dribbling, he wanted to uh, to continue doing something great and impacting people without, you know, suiting up and chipping a tooth and things like that. I think Anthony is a great example of what a D1 athlete from LMU uh, should strive to be. He was someone who was beyond hardworking. He was someone who valued both the, the lessons he learned on the court as well as the lessons he learned in the classroom and, and you know, you strive to get that degree. And I think he's someone who a lot of student athletes uh, beyond basketball can learn a lot from. He was tough. He put in the effort. Uh, and so he wasn't just you know all skill. He wasn't just all talk. He was someone who, who put in the work. He was someone who put in the effort. And he was someone who cared about his team and about you know contributing to LMU. If you are interested in learning more about Anthony Ireland and his induction into the WCC Hall of Honor, check out Jacob's article, which covers the full scope of Ireland's basketball career and his work afterwards. We'll be back next week with another episode, but if you'd like more Loyolan before then, like us on Facebook and follow us on X and Instagram at LA Loyolan. Voices of the Newsroom is a Los Angeles Loyolan audio production. Opinions and ideas expressed in this podcast are those of individual student content creators and are not those of Loyola Marymount University, its board of trustees, or its student body. This episode was produced by Emerson Eby, Loyolan audio intern, with support from Loyolan assistant sports editor Jacob Rincon and assistant director of student media Kevin O'Keefe. Feedback about this episode can be submitted to editor at theloyolan.com. We'll see you next week.